Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode... Isa po sa impact ng pandemic ay ang tinamaan ng matindi ang mga private schools. Yan si Roger Masapol, Director 4 ng Department of Education. We recorded ng brochure uh, ng mga private schools. Umabot po ng 1,024. And then 1,179 private schools ang hindi nakapag-open. May mga schools po na talagang officially nagsabi, hindi na namin kaya, magsasara na kami permanently. The very reason why it was done last minute is because of our desire and of our hope to keep the school open. We were looking for investors, and as stated earlier in the official statement, an investor did not materialize at the last minute. That was Attorney Vixen Dorado speaking at a press conference on August 24. He was representing the owners of the Colegio de San Lorenzo. Yes, that school that went viral because they announced they were shutting down for good on the very first day when classes resumed. San Lorenzo President Mary Claire Balgan admitted the school notified the Commission on Higher Education of its decision to close just three days before it told parents and students. Your Honor, we really did try to save the school. Sa pag-iisip po namin kasi, Your Honor, if we did that, parang ang metaphor po namin ay parang bank run. Kapag po pinaalam namin sa kanila na yung mga problema namin, lalo pong kakaunti yung mga estudyante at baka po mag-alisan yung mga teachers. And that would make the school weaker and have less chances for survival. Akala po kasi namin we could make the school survive at least one more year. So even as they were still accepting enrollees, the curtains were coming down. And yes, they could have been more transparent about their finances. But the larger point as well is that all schools have been forced into very difficult decisions these last two years. Listen to Attorney Joseph Noel Estrada in an interview on One News Agenda. He's Managing Director of the Coordinating Council of Private Educational Associations, or COCOPEA, the largest group representing private schools in the country. The reason is, the, of course, the low enrollment. A lot of the parents could not afford continuing uh, sending their children to the private schools. And because of that, a lot of the schools, the 400 of them recently, had to suspend operations. So a lot of the schools now, or private schools, are being crowded out because of low enrollment, low um, subsidies for, for students. So we hope our policymakers can also look into that and introduce uh, interventions on behalf of the parents and the students to help them cope with their education needs. According to Attorney Joseph, more than 1,100 basic education private schools 
closed down within the first two years of the pandemic. In 2020, by official estimates, some 400,000 students were forced to move from private to public schools. That's not counting the many others whom their parents decided to just homeschool. And that means the surviving schools will have to find new sources of funding. With the private education sector, the problem is really sustainability of operations because as you may all know, the private education relies on the tuition payments of parents and students. So when the economy is down, the enrollment is also down. So generally, we rely on tuition payments. We're tuition funded. We don't rely on on government uh, appropriations, unlike the public schools, except, of course, for subsidies for students and teachers. At the same time, if schools raise tuition, they run the risk of losing students. So it's not a long-term solution. To add to their problems, sometime next year, private schools may also be forced to pay much more in taxes because of new rules. Attorney Vixen Dorado, the lawyer representing Colegio de San Lorenzo, insists they did everything they could to save the school. And we can say that we have done so much more than what people think we've done. First, the family has used their personal funds just to save the school. Second, in the height of the pandemic, we lower the tuition fees. That is very risky move for a school in a pandemic. We all know that the enrollment and the tuition fee is the lifeline of a school. But in the end, the economics of running a school as a business just was not attractive enough for any investor to step up. We tried to find an investor to acquire the school and operationalize it, even if we can no longer be part of it. Unfortunately, by the start of this semester, enrollment had not recovered. An investor did not materialize. And we realized that the school could no longer be rescued. In a study last year, the World Bank found that around 9 in 10 Filipino children were suffering from learning poverty, which is defined as 10-year-old children being unable to read and understand a simple story. The study didn't differentiate between public and private school students, but both have had issues with teacher retention, the quality of learning materials, and retrofitting classrooms for the post-COVID world. The Commission on Higher Education, or CHED, says they may still look at sanctions against Colegio de San Lorenzo. But perhaps we should start with why they had to close in the first place. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. We're excited to build our community with you and it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening. <laughs>